Summer, summer, summertime. Summertime fun. How to dive into it and or be okay with boredom. Like a sparrow building shelter with branches for its young. My mother built a nest with love for her little ones. My grandfather told her, doesn't matter what you have. The only thing you need for life is each other's helping hands. Never the emptiness, my mother always says. Spread your wings and fly, you can always come back to rest. Never the emptiness, my mother always says. Wherever you may go to grow, this will always be your Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode, the last episode of the season of Never the Empty Nest. Hi. Hi. It's just it's just myself, Vanessa, and me, Nicole. I'm Italian today, Nicole. <laughs> what is my problem? Maybe you're just dreaming of an Italian summer because summer is be what we're going to talk about. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, we're going to talk about summer because we're getting close to summer. This is the last episode of the season. And then we'll have a little break and then we'll come back for for season, what is it, five? Yeah, which is insane. Yeah, yeah, it is insane. But anyway, there's lots to talk about. We'll go, get into summer and what we're thinking. Um, but how's your day, Nico? Because, I, you know, I, I saw you get on the squad cast and you have stress face. I do have stress face. I'm trying to be positive about it. And like I've been doing a lot of meditating and I'm back on the wagon of working out a little more. It's been really hard because of my hip injury after the half marathon, which is super frustrating because I really want to keep going. And my body's like, ow, your hip hurts. It's a, it's much, much better. So I've been getting back into it. I just have a lot, a lot of question marks in my life, personal, career-wise, financial. It's And then there's like people family members sick in the hospital. There's a, there's like a huge weight on my shoulders right now and on Jonathan's shoulders. And um, it's been on the, the shoulders for a while now. So I'm just kind of like praying for it. We went to church uh, this weekend, me and the kids, because Jonathan's out of town visiting his dad because um, he's not well. He's okay right now, but you know. And I just did a lot of sobbing. A lot of, I've been doing <laughs> a lot of like letting it out and God help me and I what can I do guide me what can I do to to help the situation and it's 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 a lot of a lot so yeah um I didn't realize you could see it on my face but I guess it's as much as you try it's there it's probably why your hip hurts too I mean it's because you ran marathons but like you just were talking about the weight that you have on you and I was like oh your body's probably feeling that yeah, you know yeah I mean it's better I just did like a 15 I did a half and half walk and run yesterday for the first time in months mm -hmm. and my hip doesn't hurt it's really and it doesn't hurt at all this is what's so weird on a side note sorry anyone who's like a an athlete can maybe shine some light I, I don't know what it could be I have to go to the doctor but like it doesn't hurt while I'm doing it at all Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt right after. It's after a while or the next morning. I'll be sitting in the car for a while and get up and I'll feel the pinch on my hip. 
Why don't you do some stretch? Why don't you do some yoga? I, I think I'm going to start doing more yoga again. And I do mm -hmm. stretch a lot after. I spend time and I stretch a lot after. And I, I am better. It's, it's a lot better. But it's still, mm, if I do a little too much in a week, I feel it, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't want to stress it. But I also don't want to, like, be a blob and just not move because that doesn't help my mental and emotional state right now either. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. So sorry. That's, that's what's going on with me. I hope I don't want to offend any marathoners or anything out there, but I, I, I do love to run, but I do feel like the consistent marathon training is actually not that great for your body no, in general. I know. I know. But this was my first half marathon. I didn't even do a full one. I did a half. I was totally fine even right after it. It was like a month after. Mm -hmm. I think that I just kept going too soon. I should have maybe taken a little breather, a breather. and then gotten back to it. Um, but mm -hmm. these these marathoners, I, I I run in my group with with like full on professional, all the time marathoners. Like they do it several times a year all over the world. And I mean, yes. Yeah, and one girl that I run with, one woman, super cool, super nice, super dedicated. But she's already had a hip replacement, and uh, she's not old. Yeah, at all. It's, it's a little scary. I don't think I'll get ever like super intense marathoner. But yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot on your body. Yeah. Like I said, I, I like running, so I get it, but it's just like that kind of thing. I just, I think that you have to know it. And then if you are knowledgeable of it and you're still doing it, then that's your particular joy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because Iggs is doctor i remember once we went and he was running or something and he was like oh yeah and the doctor said she she was running marathons and she was like yeah yeah i mean i know i'll have a knee replacement at some point in the near future for sure that's gonna happen but i'm gonna keep you know so she was very knowledgeable of like i will have a knee replacement that's what happens when you do this to your knees and i remember saying that to someone and they were like no that's not true and i was like well <laughs> it is true it's just you just decide to accept it and, and keep going exactly anyway Maybe yoga's in your life. No, and yoga, I did a lot of yoga during the pandemic. I remember. Um, and then I kind of let it go because I started to go hardcore on the treadmill. So now I have to find a happy medium. I've been doing a lot of low impact, just walking, just walking on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. Walking is great. Yeah, I love walking. And actually, even the trainers will be like, if you just walk every day, like just that's actually probably the best for long term, like mm -hmm. aerobic, like cardio without injuries. Yeah. That's really the best thing you can do. I also love swimming. I've been wanting to go back <sighs> to swimming. I don't. Speaking of swimming, we'll talk about summers, but my kids don't know how to swim and it's freaking me out. And I am, I've been trying to sign up and so much stuff is full already. That's another stressor in my life. I'm like my kids need to learn how to swim. We're going to talk about this because I feel like you should drive to where we are and then we should spend the summer together. That's what I think. We should just get in the car. Everybody get in the car. We from our side, you from your side, we'll literally meet in the middle. Because it's literally the same distance where we're going this summer, but we're going to talk about that in a second. Yeah. Anyway, hootie hottie. You, you. How, was it? how are you? Well, Iggs left on a trip yesterday, and I will say that the house is sad without him. You know? You really feel it, and you're like, hmm. Of course. You feel the non eggsness But the kids, literally, I'm going to play you something, and I'll show you the video, Nico. Uh, this is them last night after he left. We drove him to the airport, and then when we came home, they were like, "Puppy!" So listen to this. Guys, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And if you see their faces, it's like 
I I was like, oh my god, I haven't showed him that video because I don't want to show him to yet. But like, <laughs> then in the middle of the night. Yeah, I know. I know all enough. about this. John has been gone for two weeks, so yes. I I I hear you. And these are parents. These are dads that are yeah, really, involved. really involved yeah they're like yeah. hands-on every day but you know what's funny i think they're used to us like at least me taking small trips and coming back going and coming back and but they're like what because he doesn't leave right he doesn't travel so as much they as you do. freaked out and then yesterday so marina who has a speech delay we all know this because episodes but for those who don't, Marina has a speech delay. Uh, but she's later lately been saying mama and papa everything. And this is her last night in the bed. Papa. <laughs> papa. <laughs> like a soap opera. <laughs> papa. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then she got over and like was, you know, huggy huggy and whatever. And they all they got over it. But I was like, oh Lord. They were really intense last night, but that said, I have come to the conclusion that I've been like planning as soon as six o'clock hits, like what we're going to do. Like today, I was like, I'm going to get our little, uh, what is this called? Our little stroller thing. It's not a stroller. It's like a... Yeah, the wagon. The wagon. The wagon. I'm going to put them in the wagon. I'm going to take them to the park. We're going to do this. We're going to do that just to like keep them entertained until they, you know, stop thinking about it. And it made me think about how that was like all of the pandemic thinking of things to do <laughs> and made me think of summer which is what we're going to talk about today like what are when you have kids you do have to you, you always have to have summer plans right but like you can be kind of more spontaneous when you don't have kids and when you do have them you're like is it a summer camp summer is it a what are we going to do etc cetera, etc cetera, etc cetera. so i just want to know i have thoughts we've you know looked up some stuff we're going to share with you but um I want to know, Nick, the summers, because I went through this exercise and I'll talk about it. Um, but what do you remember if you're like, OK, here's what I remember from summers. Like, here are the highlights of all my childhood, the summers. And don't say the places. Like, if it was a camp, just say the camp. Don't say the place. Like drama camp. Yeah, exactly. Just don't say where we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved drama camp. That's one of the first things I'll always, it'll pop into my brain because of course that's, since I could form a thought <laughs> in my brain, I've always known what I loved and what I was passionate about. So I only got to do it for two summers because this is a whole other conversation about financial yep. situations and summer camp plans and how they that's problematic and how can you be creative about what, having fun with your kids when you have no budget for it, like me this year. So, um, yeah. but, and, and when we were growing up, um, you know, there was bankruptcy, there was losing homes, there was moving with the grandparents. And so we had a lot of things and then we didn't have anything. And so I, I think we've had a lot of different types of summers, which I think is really good. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it kind of forces you to, first of all, it gets you used to having like, it, it just, to adapt, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But I remember drama camp, tennis camp, but I also remember just like, playing and having sleepovers at my friends houses like i uh, we had a big obsession me and my friend sophia uh you know <laughs> hey sophie <laughs> with you know uh adam's family oh yeah with angelica houston and um that one mm -hmm. yes the awesome 90s film actually there were two or three but the first one's the best one but anyways mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. we had a big obsession with being wednesday and all of that and so we would hang out in cemeteries <laughs> and uh just walk around cemeteries and we would always like visit this i can't believe i remember it but we used to visit this same girl 
in a tombstone called Fanny. Jesus. I don't know why I remember that. Isn't that insane? It's so morbid, but we didn't see it as morbid because we saw it as, you know, Adam's family. Yeah. Fun, cool. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Well, Sophia like, Pino's, Sophia, hot, the mom would take hot us. cemeteries. And um, mm -hmm. we'd go like, I, I used to hang out a lot with Sophie and her mom and her mom would just like go visit her friends at beauty salons and we'd go with her and you know yeah, you've talked about this i talk a lot about her because she was a big part of my childhood um but anyways yeah. i totally remember american girl dolls sleepovers mm -hmm. like just playing at home i remember gomadi like like under my bed crying when her mom would come pick her up because she would be at my house for like two yeah. days and then her mom would say what are they gonna think of us as parents that we don't know how to control you <gasps> oh gomadi Por Dios, que pena. Oh my God, <laughs> so what are they going to say about yeah. me as a mother? <gasps> oh, Gamari, please get under, get out of under the bed. <laughs> she was mortified. Uh, it was just her birthday. Oh, Gamari, we love you. Oh, Gamari, happy Aww. birthday and happy Mother's Day. I also remember those things. I remember some, I remember the summer camps, the two that you talked about because we went to them together. Yeah. Like if I, if I had to say like the first thing I think about those two summer camps, the tennis camp and the drama camp 100%. and talk about like it actually impacts your life because if you think about the present moment like you know who you are i mean I, I and i hadn't played tennis since that camp and started playing tennis again last year and literally i'm still wearing my tennis clothes from this morning so like it stays in you yeah what you do in the summers but at the same time i also remember a lot of boredom yeah. and i also remember pools and i remember snow cones from the snoopy machine that we had oh yeah and um remember that the slushy and snoopy slushy uh -huh. a machine from the 80s and there's one summer that I remember really, really, really particularly, which was the Andrew summer, the Hurricane oh, Andrew summer, yes. which I guess I was around 15, Oof. I think. And it was also semi, not my first job, but like semi my first job, like the one, you know, the one with that had actual. So anyway, Hurricane Andrew hit and my friend's mom was, I think these two things are, I might've conflated them, but I'm going to go ahead with what my memory remembers. So my friend's mom worked in Brickle. And a lot of the parents had their kids that were like at home and they had to, there was a lot going on that summer and they would drop off their kids at this like makeshift daycare that they made downstairs in this office building. And uh, Yannick, who's the friend that I'm talking about, and I were 15 years old and we were like, we'll, we'll have a summer job and we will, you know, um, babysit, right? I like, guess, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Because they were kids. They were like, they put us in charge of the little littles. And I remember that it was the first, they paid us something, like some nonsense money, because it wasn't even like a contract or anything. I just remember it was like some nonsense money at the end, but we did get paid. And I also remember it was the first actual diaper that I remember changing as like a cognizant <laughs> human. And I still remember the puke the feeling. The like the gagging reflex yeah. of that diaper. So I definitely remember that summer. I also, that was the summer that, that I had a stupid crush on someone and I told them. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. Sometimes it works. Sometimes you get embarrassed and humiliated. Yeah, I wasn't really embarrassed. That was the worst part. I was just like, hey, I like you. <laughs> you know, when you do that. Great. Good <laughs> for you. Didn't work out. So that I also remember those things. But like when you think about your own kids, like, for example, my kid's going to go to tennis camp and the other one will stay in like school camp just so that she can like be with the friends and all of that stuff. But there's also 
a trip that I have to take towards the end of summer, like all of July and August, because I'm going to put up a show in Austin, Texas. So it's all July and August? Yeah, because I'm going to be there for all rehearsal. Mm. So this is what I'm saying. Like, I really do think, and mom's thinking about it too, I feel, because we did the math, and it's the exact distance in hours from where you are and where I am. So if we drive, you can drive. And we can just meet in Austin and I already rented the house. And you don't have to do anything. You just come with the kids. Just saying. No, I mean, I love the idea. And it's very possible. Putting it out there. Yeah. Putting it out there. Does it have a pool? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I bet Austin has some public pools and things like that. Uh, I, they need to learn how to swim. That's my mission this summer for my children. Okay. Well, so do mine. I mean, mine have been going to swim class every Sunday. But you know, those classes are very slow. Better than nothing you know yeah it is better what do you think about when you start to plan like right now your stressor is talk to us talk to us about not having like you're on a different like literally i started planning their summer like two months ago here's the difference between you and me like and this goes for also these next two weeks where you're like okay i get out at six and what we're we gonna do you don't have to plan things all the time with your kids it doesn't always have to be like a million adventures and things and tasks. I think it's good for kids to just sit around and be bored also and not have that pressure. Because, you know, in the end, they just want you there. I promise you. You can go yeah. to freaking Target and they're like, we went to Target with mom. Woohoo. You know, like it doesn't have to be all this stuff all the time. But yeah, it's a long time in the summer. So after like two weeks of them playing at home, they're like, oh, I'm bored. And then you like me, a lot of times, I think Lily has barely done camp. She did camp during Amparo. She did the Spanish camp uh, in Miami, which was great. That is a great camp. For two summers. And that's all she's done. And then, you know, again, remember with Joaquin, the pandemic kind of, it was just like he was two and then the pandemic happened. For So for like the past couple of years, it's been hard yeah. to do anything in the summers because I was so paranoid about um, you know his condition and getting COVID and all that and now that I'm ready they're like yeah yeah camps I'm like oh financially is not possible this summer until you know things get you know better and so now I'm like but this is the thing I promised promised note to self don't promise until like you have the that you know for sure you can do yeah. it but I promised months ago my daughter doesn't forget that Lily could go to one week of equestrian camp she has a love of horses I want her to go I wish she could go all summer but it's a fortune. Horseback riding classes, equestrian life is pricey. So, you know, out of all summers that I'm like, okay. <laughs> but that, anyways, I'm going to do that. And it's, it's going to be worth it. Just like you said, the drama camps and the tennis camps, like it really forms who you are and what you love, right? She'll either learn to love it even more and know for sure. Or like, maybe she'll be like, not what I expected. And I don't really, I hope she does love it. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to love it. It's like an all day. It's not just horseback riding. They like feed the horses and saddles, like all everything that has to do with, you know, equestrian life and horse life. But anyways, uh, other than that, I'm like, well, I guess I'll take them to museums and um, borrow. I'm telling you, just get in your car, get in your car and come to Austin. I know. I know. The thing is, it's not a joke. No, I know. And if John can come with me, I, I'm a little worried about driving by myself for two days with my kids on the road. Um, that that's my concern. So I got to figure. Well, maybe you know we what can. I mean? Like that's. Sh- yeah, maybe we can send mom or something. Let's figure it out. 
yeah, we're going to have to figure it out. But yeah, I, it is it is something to talk about because there are times when you're like, yeah, put them in camps and do all the fun things. But other times, there's a lot of people that can't do that financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you do? You know, I think it's more on the parent at that point. Like now I'm like, OK, I'm going to have to really just be so present as a parent this summer. Maybe it'll be a good thing to yeah. connect more with my kids on a playing level spend more quality time with them. It's a thing. I mean, how do you fill it with fun? But also you do want to like this article that you um, that we read. Has- yeah. Before we go into that, because I do I do want to go into that. and I want to like mm-hmm. hit up everything. But yeah, I do want to say that there are reasons why you and I not only personalities that drive the things differently, but I think that because there are different kinds of people that have different kinds of situations, like I continue to work during the day during the summer like summer doesn't stop working as most Most parents do correct so i actually and i don't have help in the summer so that means that the time i have to conflate like the kids getting securely very safely and intensely watched with something that's good for them while i'm working you know what i mean so it's like that actually and those summer camps fill up when I had, I had like, oh, a check came in and I was like, okay, all of this is going to summer camp. Right. So literally put it in the bank and paid summer camps. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like on your end, what's great is that if it doesn't happen, you're home, you know? I want it to happen. I want them to enjoy summer camps, you know? Like I I, yeah. I think it's important to, just not all summer. I think that there needs to be a balance. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's unfortunate. Mine are not going like, to be all summer. Uh, yeah. You know... It's tough. I, I want them to do summer camps. I, I love to go into summer camp. Not like I said, not all summer because I think kids do need a break from just yeah. all the things. Yeah. Mine are, t- they're doing two to three weeks, which is great. Yeah. So then let's talk about this article because there's a lot out there about like, you know, how there always is about what to do with your kids in summer. Right. Um, and this one I felt like was really good. It's actually from something I haven't read, Hand in Hand, handinhandparenting.org. Um, the person who wrote it is Patty Whipfler. Um, and she's the founder of Hand in Hand Parenting and has spent 40 years working with families. She's an award-winning writer, parent advocate, and um, parent education teacher trainer. And is the author of the book, Listen, Five Simple Tools to Meet Your Parenting Challenges. And I feel like she had these really good. So I feel let's talk a little bit about them. The first thing she says is that summer is just more chances for kids to play fully. Right. Without pressures of school. And yeah, yeah talk about that a little. Okay, you start and then I'll... I'll, I'll... <laughs> okay, I'll Sorry, talk about I, this one. You got another one. No, no you, I mean, you start and I'll, I'll jump in. Well, that one's really easy. I mean, she just talks about like literally there's no, there aren't like beginnings and ends to the play. There aren't, um, it's just all, the entire summer is play. You know what I mean? Like it can be that. And she, and there isn't testing and there isn't anything. So like, how do you actually fully engage when it isn't just like, here are your, you know, 45 minutes of play for the day or here are your one hour with, you know, your your parent doing puzzles or your this doing whatever, you know, it's like actually just for real, for real, just no boundaries on the play. There's no, there's no schedule to school and homework and this and that. And she's like, you could, they can just until it's dark out and you can just get dirty and not worry about Mm -hmm. it and mud fights and all, all the things that kids want to do. And we, we do have to surrender to that as parents. I think a lot of times we're like, no, don't get that dirty because we have to go to this thing. And then we have all these things as parents that we worry about. And, and it, 
you know, in the summer, it's kind of like go wild and free. And we have to remember that kids love to do that. Yep. I have to. I'm really bad yep. about that. I'm going to be honest, like, because I'm just like, oh, God, I'm not a lover of spending all day in the park. I'm not like, you know what I mean? I love going to the beach with my kids, but everything is like, all right, let's go. Let's go grab somebody. Let's go to the. And it's like, just let them let them be. It's harder when you don't have a backyard, I'm going to say, because a lot of these things are like, yeah. well, go out in the yard and the neighborhood. I'm like, well, I live in LA in a building and it's not really the safest thing. I can't just let them roam. Yeah. So it's a little different. But it, I do agree that parents need to kind of let loose and let the kids really just go all out in the summer and like stress-free, play, play, play. Mm -hmm. and, and in doing yeah. so, they're also learning and growing in that way because they're using you know, their imagination, their laughter. She speaks a lot about laughter too and how that's so important mm -hmm. because that's their way of like, they, they're really just kind of letting go of any of that, of the pressures of, um, mm -hmm. you know, the school year, even when they're little. Yeah, and she, she talks also about summer being more chances to learn in unusual ways. I mean, you were talking about this, but also one thing that I liked is like, okay, so here's the thing. You have all this time, right? And you don't have... Um, Sometimes, you know, right? Like I have, I'm going to have summer camp, so I'm not going to take my kids full of mud to the summer camp. Right. But like when you can, when there are these issues that the kids have, this is a time to actually learn in a very unusual way how to play those things out. Like, so for example, your kid's afraid of the dark and it's a time to say, okay, tonight let's sleep outside, right? you know, or try help, to. Help conquer or fears in mean? a fun way. Yeah, they don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning to get on the, you know, whatever, the bus or the car van or the thing, whatever it is that, you know, gets them to school or, you know, the the mommy ride or whatever, you know, like that. they don't have to do that. They're, That's they why I'm saying the parent has even. to be more like interactive and, and yeah. it has to be like a you all in thing too. Because even with the pool thing, I'll, you know, she gives that example too of like if, you're, if your child is afraid of water, um, of yeah. pool, of swimming, which Joachim seems to be not super into it. And he's also extremely shy. So I'm like actually dreading the swimming lessons with him. He might be a fish. Well, it took a long time to, for him to even touch the pool last summer. But actually, Abu, our dad, Abu, um, their abuelo, uh, got him in Miami to go in carrying him. And he's very good about that. I think because he's just kind of like, yeah, let's. I'm just going to say that I think that our kids are very good for each other. Yeah. Because this is an example like, okay, so when my sister's kids come over, they just spent a couple of days over here in Miami. And Joaquim comes in and he's like, can you tell Taika that I don't want to play rough? That just let's not play rough. And rough is like anything that means running around or like trying to win at something, which my kids love. Taika's like, I want to win at everything. And they run around and they're like wild. Um, however, it's kind of nice to, for them to know that there are other ways to play, that it isn't all just like rough and tumble, la la la, you know, which they do. But like he brings that out in them. In exchange, my kids are much more adventurous in a lot of ways. So for example, Joaquim, who had never eaten a ham sandwich before <laughs> or a sandwich. Right. Yep. He's almost six, guys. The kid ate a sandwich. He ate it again yeah. yesterday. I'm like, yeah. uh, thank goodness. My son is a very picky eater and I was going nutsos. I'm telling you that summer together is going to be good yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah. tell what I'm pushing here? The agenda <laughs> that's happening through, through this podcast? Listen, it, it's <laughs> something I definitely think it is a good idea. I do. I yeah. got to work it out somehow. The other thing she talks about is more chances to learn um, to help children with their feelings of boredom. Like 
you talk about that, Nico, because you're... My kids were doing this this weekend because Jonathan wasn't here and I was... It was Mother's Day and I was like, I don't want to do anything. You watch whatever you want to watch. I'm going to watch a movie in bed and drink mimosas, which is what I did. But after a while, they're like, hello, mom, I'm bored. I'm done playing with all the dinosaurs. I'm done playing with my tablet. I'm done watching shows. And I'm like, okay. And then like they start crying and it's a thing. And... I was, you know, she's talking about how you should just kind of give, like, surrender to it. Let them have the feelings. Let them cry it out, of course. Um, yeah. And then uh, give, like, silly examples, like, crazy silly examples. Like, let's do a booger collection and, and, and make yeah. and just make them laugh and get them out of their own heads of frustration. And then like you can do anything. Right. They'll eventually find out something to do. But um, mm-hmm. I I. I Honestly, also was like, okay, why don't we all just sit here and watch a movie that we all want to watch? So I said, you know what? I don't want to watch a kid movie, but let's just do it. And so I gave, I was like, as long as it's not a cartoon. So what can we all watch? So we mm-hmm. watched Princess Diaries last night all together, snuggled, and it was great. I just... Okay, that's fun. They've discovered a lot of 80s like kid movies that we used to watch this past few weeks in Miami. Yeah. Sandlot. Oh, Sandlot was great. Karate Kid. Yeah. Um, Karate Kid, another good one. Yeah. I Taika mean, loved it. Yeah, I mean, a couple parts, Joaquin was a little, uh, with the competition, because it's intense once they're actually at the end, like, yeah, dude. competing. Hello. And he's like, is he really hurt? Like, forever is he hurt? Is he-? I was like, it's okay, it's a movie, and uh, it's going to be okay. <laughs> he's very sensitive. The thing that I love that she said, though, is this sentence. As far as I can tell, when children say they're bored, they really are telling you that they don't feel connected enough to feel hopeful. I was like, oh, yes, I know. The real thing is to connect with them so that you move out of boredom through hope. Like, oh, there'll be something better. You know what I mean? Like you can move out of it. You actually have the engine of it. It's okay to go through it. Let it all out. You're fine. It's normal. But that I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually really profound. This is the quote. So rather than become irritated, they don't appreciate all the things they have or all the things that you've spent trying to blah, blah. Rather than do all of that, don't try to solve their problems. Do look pleased with them. Do cuddle. Do just be there with them until they can absorb you and your presence and your attention. And it moves them out of the thing. It's so funny. I read this today. I was like, I should have read this two days ago. Mm-hmm. But um, with dinner time, I, I'm like, I'm not going to make any. And I, I just like heated up some frijoles and like threw some cucumber together. Like, it wasn't anything, whatever. But I was like, I'm going to sit mm-hmm. with her and eat with her. Yeah. Because she was getting really frustrated with a project. That's a whole other thing that I've had to do with by myself. This big school science project she has to it's present. A lot. Some people got partners. She didn't. So that she has to do it by herself why because you could choose to do it by yourself or with a partner i think that this was a not great idea on the teacher's part i think you need to decide at Mm. that age either there's a a joint project and everyone gets a partner or not but this is montessori so it's like you can choose do you want to do it by yourself well now she knows that though also it's about life lessons right like i said lily so many times this is going to happen. This happened to me a lot at school too. Like, I don't know. Someone doesn't want to partner up with me, whatever. I'll do it myself. But you know what? Now you can. Now you know you can do it all by yourself, which is great. And also you might realize that you like to collaborate and do things with other people. Right. And you'll say, hey, I want to do something with a buddy. Right. You know right. what your mode of operation is. Right. That Montessori has a system. It's like it learn is. through trial. Yeah. Yeah. By doing. Yeah. A hundred percent. Anyway, so uh, blah, blah. That's She was frustrated all weekend on that. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and have dinner with her. And that helped. And she ate her food and 
they were chill. She got over it. She started to draw something. And I was like, great. Okay. So I went back into the room until the next <laughs> explosion. The yeah. hard one is just one parent. So kudos. I, I have been thinking so much mm-hmm. of single parents. Yeah, single parents. Um, this past two weeks, as I always do when I'm by myself with my kids, because I know that yeah. it's temporary, you know, and I have friends that for almost the entire lifetime of their children, they have been single parents. It's really admirable. It's really hard. It's lonely. Yeah. So I see you. <laughs> and um, seriously, you guys are badasses. Um, because yeah, this is it's real. It's, it's real. Yeah. And then you also realize, like, I'm so lucky. So thank you, Jonathan. Yeah. For being an awesome dad and husband. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that both the dads are on trips? Yeah. Yeah. But it's good because it gives you time to do things that you don't mm-hmm. usually do because he does it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's better at the playing with them. You know, like the actual playing like rawr, the dinosaur. Rawr. No one loves doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he's better. He's better. Some people do. Some people do. It's true. And God bless your hearts. Um, I don't, especially when it's like dinosaurs. But um, for me, <laughs> for me, this is me talking. Um, but I love that he's super interested in something, but it's like, oh God, how much dinosaur things, like how many things can yeah. we do with dinosaurs? I actually like it. I like the playing and I like the reading. I know. I know. You're good about it. I'm telling you. I know. I'm more of like, I'm here all the time and I'll help with certain things and let's go do things. But like, also, I don't want to sit there and play dinosaurs for two hours. Um, so I have to work the on The thing that. is that, the repetition. It has forced me to be more like you know, playful with my kids. And I think yeah. maybe it's preparing me for, for the summer. Yeah. The last thing she says, and I think this is super true. This is the quote. Okay. This is from, this is not my wisdom. This is her wisdom for children. The best thing about vacation is that their parents aren't so busy. The prolonged contact, which often starts in the car or on a plane gives children's emotional minds, a sense of greater safety. This in turn can translate into children trying to set up chances to heal from their harder times they've had. Feelings bubble up and a child's emotional memory that were, sorry, emotional memory that were stored there during times of forced separation, strict boundaries or tense parent preoccupations with adult issues come out. So like essentially they kind of explode, (laughs) you know, like everything comes out or they relax. Yeah, this is real. And like, you have to be prepared for it because they do, they relax into like, and they get let everything. This happened to us when we went to Yellowstone. There was one day that was a shit show. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. But it really helped everything because you could hear all the worries of everybody, including the parents, come out. It's just like, oh, we have a moment to actually settle. And it was like, bruh, eruption. And it all went crazy. And then it took a minute. Like, it took like an entire probably day and a half. Like, at the end of the second day, we were like, okay, everybody's like not in shit show land anymore. Okay, great. But all of the things just getting addressed and all of the conversations had because otherwise it just stays you know and they want to work it out they don't know that they're doing this yeah you know what i mean but then what's interesting to me is that they make you do it too like without realizing you're doing it also this is why this is also why christmas and holidays are so um volcanic Yeah, and I thought it was because of the change of scenery and the kids, like, you know, the change of time, which does obviously, yeah. you know, not help. It's interesting. I never thought about it in that way of, well, now that everyone is 
calm and simmering down and kind of left alone with their thoughts, everything else that was stuffed in your brain and subconscious is just going to float to the top. And there's going to be like mm -hmm. emotional, like, ah, let it all out. And now I can have fun. I didn't realize that it was like an emotional release also from like built mm -hmm. up stress of the past, when, yeah. you know, I think it's yeah. a mixture of both things. And the, the useful reminder from this thing is what not to do is be like, we have, we have literally spent all of our savings of this and you're, uh, you're here because you know, you're here in the middle of this park or this thing and la 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 la. And it's like, okay, they don't care or know that, you know, or need, need to know that really. But it's like parent control also, like that's also your your emotional spa moment where you're like, yeah, you know, so it's, it's fascinating. But I think it is good to, I like that. She's like, you have to just let them have their fits. It's vacation. Yeah. You know, they're, yeah. you, you have to let that, it's like a natural process, you know, that the body and mind does and you have to kind of write with it yeah. and sit there with them so yeah. that they say, okay, I can do this with my parent and they're not going to like yell at me. I, I need, you know, subconscious and then they start to feel yeah. safe and then they can relax and then I've let it all out and now let's have fun. Yeah. Let's wrap the program up with goals. Yeah. Like this summer, we kind of know where it's going, where we've now like planned or not planned or like, you know, it's, it's approaching. It's like here. So like next summer, in my mind, I have a giant goal. Yeah. And I think it matches a little bit with mom and we've talked about it. But like, I would love to go to Spain for two months with a family and like be like, let's all pitch in for a little house be there for two months, put the kids in like super immersive Spanish summer camp for a week or mm -hmm. two or whatever, you know, test it out. And then there's just like be in Spain. We've talked about this. Even me, I would love that. I We say for years, yeah. of course, la la la, you know, things happen, life happens, pandemic, finance, blah, blah, like that's it. We need to just plan. You need to book the stay. That, that is so, those, those little um, memory, emotional pockets that you, you know, implant in your child's memories and brains, you know, like it's so important, mm -hmm. those trips, you learn so much from life and, 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 and my kids need the language for the language purpose of it would be amazing. And culturally, it would be amazing because it's like, hey guys, this is where you're from. These are your roots, part of your roots. The grandfather. On my grandfather's side. Yeah. Just in general, society so obsessed with like jobs and schools and this and that and it's like but your kids have to travel the world and 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 remember where they come from and like eat different foods and learn different languages and and have those memories yeah also there's no you know we talk about all the time about what immersion is and they would be immersed in spanish for real you mean you just said that but like truly there's different there's a difference of like having spanish all around you than just you know at home or wherever it's just everywhere and in spain who hates talking english they hate talking english. i know you know what i mean you can't say you're american in spain i mean you can but they're like it's much no. better to speak yeah. spanish or any other language yeah because sometimes you go to south america central america and even even places that are really like honed in on the language they're like oh i'll speak english because i know yeah, english yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. they like will do spanish is in spain they're like no I yeah do. And we're speaking es, Spanish. Español, vale, tía. Yeah. And if our kids come back talking like it. that, con el acento, el acento, that would be hilarious La and adorable. Feta. I mean, that's why Lily 
knows much more Spanish than Joaquin because she spent so much time in Miami during Amparo and when she was a baby yeah. we were at Mamang's house all day every day when I was there in the summer the Spanish camp just yeah. people all around talking Spanish so she understands almost all of it she heard you know she's working on the speaking but Joaquin he's been here most of the time so it's like in LA yeah so you can't one parent can't do it it's not it's really I have to be better at it I agree 100% but it has to kind of be all around you, I think, for it to really be yeah. effective. Yeah. So Spain in anyway, the future. Here's to, Spain. here's to Spain next summer. Vamos a España. Here's to Spain next summer. In the meantime, hope everybody enjoys their summers and our little break from Never the Empty Nest. We'll probably be talking to you at some point during the summer again when we come back up. But join us next time, season five, Never the Empty Nest. Take care. Bye. All of your success, she says, all the great things ahead. I'll be here when it's time to see you.